Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read Bhagavad Gita as it is by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Introduction. Continuing. This verse gives a description of that eternal sky. What was that verse? Yesterday we read that the supreme abode of the Lord is not illuminated by the sun or moon, fire or electricity, and those who reach it never return to material world. So, this is the description of the eternal sky. Of course, we have a material conception of the sky, and we think of it in relationship to the sun, moon, stars, and so on. But in this verse, the Lord states that in the eternal sky there is no need for the sun, nor for the moon, nor electricity or fire of any kind, because the spiritual sky is already illuminated by the Brahma Jyoti, the rays emanating from the Supreme Lord. We are trying with difficulty to reach other planets, but it is not difficult to understand the abode of the Supreme Lord. This abode is referred to as Goloka. In the Brahma Samhita 5.37, it is beautifully described. Galoka eva the Lord resides eternally in his abode, Galoka. Yet, he can be approached from this world. And to this end, the Lord comes to manifest his real form, Satchit Ananda Vigraha. When he manifests this form, there is no need for our imagination imagining what he looks like. To discourage such imaginative speculation, he descends and exhibits himself as he is, as Shyama Sundara. Of course, unfortunately, the less intelligent deride him because he comes as one of us and plays with us as a human being. But because of this, we should not consider the Lord one of us. It is by His omnipotency that He presents Himself in His real form before us and displays His pastimes, which are replicas of those pastimes found in His abode. In the effulgent rays of the spiritual sky, there are innumerable planets floating. The Brahma Jyoti emanates from the supreme abode, Krishna Loka, and the Ananda Maya, Chin Maya planets, which are not material, float in those rays. The Lord says, Yadgatvana Nivartante Tadhama Paramam Mama 
one who can approach that spiritual sky is not required to descend again to the material sky. In the material sky, even if we approach the highest planet, Brahmaloka, what to speak of the moon, we will find the same conditions of life, namely birth, death, disease, and old age. No planet in the material universe is free from these four principles of material existence. The living entities are traveling traveling from one planet to another, but it is not that we can go to any planet we like merely by a mechanical arrangement. If we desire to go to other planets, there is a process for going there. This is also mentioned. Yanti Deva Vrata Devan Pitrin Yanti Pitri Vrata. No mechanical arrangement is necessary if we want interplanetary travel. The Gita instructs Yanti Deva Vrata Devan. The moon, the sun, and higher planets are called Svargaloka. There are three different statuses of planets. Higher, middle, and lower planetary systems. The Earth belongs to the middle planetary system. Bhagavad Gita informs us how to travel to the higher planetary systems, Devaloka, with a very simple formula. Yanti Deva Vrata Devan. One need only worship the particular demigod of that particular planet, and in that way go to the moon, the sun, or any of the higher planetary systems. Yet, Bhagavad Gita does not advise us to go to any of the planets in this material world. Because even if we go to Brahmaloka, the highest planet, through some sort of mechanical contrivance by maybe... Contrivance? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know that word by maybe traveling for 40,000 years and who would live that long, we will still find the material inconveniences of birth, death, disease, and old age. But one who wants to approach the supreme planet, Krishna Loka, or any other planet within the spiritual sky will not meet with these material inconveniences. Among, amongst all of the planets in the spiritual sky, there is one supreme planet called Galoka Vrindavan.
the original planet, in the abode of the original personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. All of this information is given in Bhagavad Gita and we are given through its instruction information how to leave the material world and begin a truly blissful life in the spiritual sky. In the 15th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, the real picture of the material world is given. It is said there. Urdvamulam adhashakam ashvatam prahuravyayam chandam siyasya purnani yastam veda saveda vit chandam siyasya parnani. Here, the material world is described as a tree whose roots are upwards and branches are below. We have experience of a tree whose roots are upward. If one stands on the bank of a river or any reservoir of water, we can see that the trees reflected in the water are upside down. The branches go downward and the roots upward. Similarly, this material world is a reflection of the spiritual world. The material world is but a shadow of reality. In the shadow, there is no reality or substantiality. But from the shadow, we can understand that there are substance and reality. In the desert, there is no water. But the mirage suggests that there is such a thing as water. In the material world, there is no water. There is no happiness. But the real water of actual happiness is there in the spiritual world. The Lord suggests that we attain the spiritual world in the following manner. Bhagavad Gita 15.5 Nirmana moha jita sangha dosha adhyatma nitya vinivritta kama dvandvair vimukta sukha dukha sangyair gachantyamudha padam avyayantat that Padam Avyayam, or Eternal Kingdom, can be reached by one who is Nirmana Moha. What does this mean? We are, we are after 
designations. Someone wants to become sir. Someone wants to become lord. Someone wants to become the president or a rich man or a king or something else. As long as we are attached to these designations, we are attached to the body. Because designations belong to the body. But we are not these bodies. And realizing this is the first stage in spiritual realization. We are associated with the three modes of material nature. But we must become detached through devotional service to the Lord. If we are not attached to devotional service to the Lord, then we cannot become detached from the modes of material nature. So it's a very important point. Unless we're attached to devotional service, we can't become detached from the modes of material nature. Designations and attachments are due to our lust and desire. Our wanting to lord it over the material nature. As long as we do not give up this propensity of lording it over material nature, there is no possibility of returning to the kingdom of the Supreme, the Sanatana Dharma, that eternal kingdom which is never destroyed can be approached by one who is not bewildered by the attractions of false material enjoyments, who is situated in the service of the Supreme Lord. Okay, so that eternal kingdom can be approached by one who is not bewildered by the attractions of false material enjoyments and by one who is situated in the service. One so situated can easily approach that supreme abode. Elsewhere, in the Gita 8.21, it is stated, Avyaktokshara ityuktas tamahu paramam gatim yam prapyana nivartante Tadhama paramam mama. Avyakta means unmanifested. Not even all of the material world is manifested before us. Our senses are so imperfect that we cannot even see all of the stars within this material universe. In the Vedic literature, we can receive much information about all the planets and we can believe or not believe it. All of the important planets are described in the Vedic literatures, especially Srimad Bhagavatam. 
and the spiritual world, spiritual world, which is beyond this material sky, is described as avyakta, unmanifested. Okay, give me one moment. Oh, Krishna, Krishna. Oh, yeah, much better. So, uh-huh. one should desire and hanker after that supreme kingdom. For when one attains that kingdom, he does not have to return to this material world. Next, one may raise the question of how one goes about approaching that abode of the Supreme Lord. Information of this is given in the 8th chapter. It is said there. Antakale chamam eva smaran muktva kalevaram Yah prayati samadbhavam Quote, and whoever at the end of his life quits his body remembering me alone at once attains my nature. Of this there is no doubt. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 8.5 One who thinks of Krishna at the time of his death goes to Krishna. One must remember the form of Krishna. If he quits his body thinking of this form, he surely approaches the spiritual kingdom. Madbhavam refers to the spiritual supreme nature of the supreme being. The supreme being is Satchit Ananda Vigraha, that is, his form is eternal, full of knowledge and bliss. Our present body is not Satchit Ananda. It is asat, not sat. It is not eternal. It is perishable. It is not chit, full of knowledge, but it is full of ignorance. We have no knowledge of the spiritual kingdom, nor do we even have perfect knowledge of this material world where there are so many things unknown to us. The body is also Nirananda. Instead of being full of bliss, it is full of misery. All of the miseries we experience in the material world arise from the body. But one who leaves this body thinking of Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, at once attains 
a Satchit Ananda body. The process of quitting this body and getting another body in the material world is also organized. A man dies after it has been decided what form of body he will have in the next life. Higher authorities, not the living entity himself, make this decision. According to our activities in this life, we either rise or sink. This life is a preparation for the next life. If we can prepare, therefore, in this life, to get promotion to the kingdom of God, then surely, after quitting this material body, we will attain a spiritual body, just like the Lord's. As explained before, there are different kinds of trans transcendentalists. Transcendentalists, the Brahmavadi, Paramatmavadi, and the devotee. And as mentioned in the Brahmajyoti, spiritual sky, there are innumerable spiritual planets. The number of these planets is far, far greater than all of the planets of this material world. This material world has been approximated as only one quarter of the creation. In this material segment, there are millions and billions of universes with trillions of planets and suns, stars and moons. But this whole material creation is only a fragment of the total creation. Most of the creation is in the spiritual sky. One who desires to merge into the existence of the Supreme Brahman is at once transferred to the Brahma Jyoti of the Supreme Lord and thus attains the spiritual sky. The devotee who wants to enjoy the association of the Lord enters into the Vaikuntha planets which are innumerable and the Supreme Lord by his plenary expansions as Narayan with four hands and with different names like Pradyumna, Aniruddha and Govinda associates with him there. Therefore, at the end of life, the transcendentalists think either of the Brahma Jyoti, the Paramatma, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. In all cases, they enter 
into the spiritual sky. But only the devotee or he who is in personal touch with the Supreme Lord enters into the Vaikuntha planets or the Galoka Vrindavan planet. The Lord further adds that of this, quote, there is no doubt, unquote. This must be believed firmly. We should not reject that which does not tally with our imagination. Our attitude should be that of Arjuna. I believe everything that you have said. Therefore, when the Lord says that at the time of death, whoever thinks of him as Brahman or Paramatma or as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, certainly enters into the spiritual sky, there is no doubt about it. There's no question of disbelieving it. The Bhagavad Gita 8.6 also explains the general principle that makes it possible to enter the spiritual kingdom simply by thinking of the Supreme at the time of death. Yam yam vapis maran bhavam tyajetyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti kaunteya sadatad bhava bhavitaha. Quote Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his present body, in his next life he will attain to that state without fail." Unquote. Now, first, we must understand that material nature is a display of one of the energies of the Supreme Lord. Hmm. In the Vishnu Purana 6.7.61, the total energies of the Supreme Lord are delineated Vishnu Shakti Paraprokta Kshetra Gyakya Tathapara Avidya Karma Samgyanya Tritiya Shakti Rishyate The Supreme Lord has diverse and innumerable energies which are beyond our conception However, great learned sages or liberated souls have studied these energies and have analyzed them into three parts. All of these energies are of Vishnu Shakti. That is to say, they are different potencies of Lord Vishnu. The first energy is para, transcendental. Living entities also belong to the superior energy, as that has already been explained. 
the other energies or material energies are in the mode of ignorance. At the time of death, either we can remain in the inferior energy of this material world, or we can transfer to the energy of the spiritual world. So, the Bhagavad Gita 8.6 says, Yam yam vapi smaran bhavam Tyajatyante kalevaram Tam tam evaiti kaunteya sadatad bhava bhavitaha Quote, whatever state of being one remembers, when he quits his present body, in his next life he will attain to that state without fail. Unquote. In life we are accustomed to thinking either of the material or of the spiritual energy. Now, how can we transfer our thoughts from the material energy to the spiritual energy. There are so many literatures which fill our thoughts with the material energy. Newspapers, magazines, novels, etc. Our thinking, which is now absorbed in these literatures, must be transferred to the Vedic literatures. The great sages, therefore, have written so many Vedic literatures, such as the Puranas. The Puranas are not imaginative, they are historical records. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is the following verse. And we shall read this tomorrow. Today we again recorded for two episodes in our endeavors to catch up after our recent trip. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna!